0: Ryan Reese Show from Southern California. This is The Ryan Reese Show. Post your questions using at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook. Are you ready?
1: All right, so check this out. This is The Ryan Reese Show, but I got Sean McKeon in studio. I'm back. The infamous. So people always ask, like, where
2: is he? (laughs) Where are you? Why do you leave? Hey man, I've got a lot of things going on right now, you know, I'm at the Ministry of Golden Springs, there's just tons of stuff, get up real early on Sunday mornings, and I teach on Friday nights, so there's just a lot of stuff going on, I've had some events, done a lot of funerals lately, and uh, yeah, I've just been all over the place, and I kind of got to know what I, I got to do, so you've been holding it down, you've been having some cool guests come through in place.
1: Yeah man, it's, uh, you know, we always miss you up here, and no, I, love doing you know, I like just talking trash, so you know, uh, with you, as we were earlier the, uh, today in the show, before right. the show. Yes. Um, We took a photo on Instagram.
2: I'm actually looking at it right now.
1: <laughs> I we do, Me too. Look. <laughs> so, we put this filter on it. Looks pretty nice. But, what's important is you look very skinny. I do. In this photo. And this is what we were trying to accomplish.
2: It's taken me over 10 years to realize this, because before, I was just always skinny naturally. Yeah. But it's, Things have changed. They and, have. And because things have changed, <laughs> you have to know position. You put the skinnier guy in front of you, stand at an angle, push him a little bit more forward, and uh, it helps. See, Filters make you look tan, even though you're Irish and it's December. Yep. Got a little bit of a glow there, so that might be my screensaver, to tell you the truth. I You look oh, very yeah, nice know. in that photo. So, like, if you look, I am about a foot in front of you. <laughs> So,
1: therefore, I cover half your chest and your belly, and yeah, man, you're looking good right there
2: very subtle, very Perfect. subtle, but yeah,
1: and um I, since it is tis the season to uh to uh it is is it is a, a a season to eat a lot of pies and cakes. cookies and 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 this is why I have a baggy t shirt on and a, <laughs> and a zip up unzipped to not show hey, I was at my dad's house um. I've been at my dad's house. Yes, staying there. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Been listening to the show, and my dad bought a cheesecake. My dad's pastor, Rawl Reese. In case you don't know, uh, I bought. He bought a cheesecake at the house, and he's like, "Hey, who's gonna eat the cheesecake?" And so I ate two pieces, of, three pieces of cheesecake back to back. Boom, boom, boom. Um, what's what? it called? The Cheesecake Factory.
2: Oh, you got it straight from there. Yeah, oh, bomb.
1: I know it's the best. Three, three pieces. Three
2: pieces. Right. Dude, straight up. Went, it was actually
1: last... I can only eat one of those. Last Saturday before the radio show. Dude, I went to sugar comb. I passed out. <laughs> My wife's like, dude, you just went and passed out, okay? And then I woke up, and I did the radio show. And then I went home, and I ate two more pieces of cheesecake. <laughs> dude. I dusted half that cheesecake. Man. Anyway... Trying try to cut back on those carbs and that sugar ever since.
2: No, not with your dad. Your dad loves it. I mean, he'll walk, like, what, like three or four Um He walks a lot. A he a walks lot. a lot. Hills. I've walked Hills. with him before. I was like, what are you trying to do? Trying to kill me all the way that he walks.
1: No, dude, he literally, he exercises like crazy. He and does. then he comes home and he eats his ice, gets his ice cream on.
2: <laughs> he, gets, he eats ice cream. I can yeah, eat yeah, whatever yeah. I want because I walk all the time. Exactly. So he tells
1: me the same thing. Exactly. That's what he's doing. All right. So enough see that's why I like having you on the show. Yeah. Because we can not. we can talk about our insecurities. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm gonna give the number out because we're live. We are live tonight. The number is triple eight five six four six one seven three. Triple eight five six four six one seven three. We're taking calls on any subject, every question. Is a good question. So I have a couple questions that came in online. So we'll start with a couple of those questions, and then uh, we'll just start taking calls as uh, the calls start coming in. Here is the number: triple eight five six four six one seven three, triple eight five six four six one seven three. We already got some calls coming in from Texas. Right on. Right on. All right. So, uh, what questions do we have? Have you, have you looked at any of these? Yeah, Why I, don't I've we just start that, from yeah. the top? Let's do it. So you want to you do the first one here? Unless you got anything special here.
2: How about the second one? I, I think that one's a good one. I think that kind of can like set the tone a little bit. It says, with everything that's going on in the world, do you think that the United States is becoming like Sodom and Gomorrah? So when for those that do not know the Bible, um, in the book of Genesis... Uh, There became a time where Lot, which was Abraham's um, nephew, was in the city called Sodom. Sodom and Gomorrah was a place that he lived, and it was, it showed moral decay, so much so that homosexuality, sexuality as a whole, was infiltrating the culture in such a way that God was going to judge, and he warned that judgment was going to come, and when that area became so sexual immoral and immorality as a whole they were right for judgment so and i have a, go ahead i have a question
1: yeah. for you so we're, we're talking about sodom and gomorrah obviously that's where the word sodomy came from and all that stuff yep. now um like how bad was it there because i mean homosexuality is is it's been a thing mm-hmm. it's, it's very trendy now mm-hmm. um We've, you know, we have so many different versions of of the, the rainbow now, you mm-hmm. know, pansexual, transgender. We talked about all this stuff on the show before, but, I mean, like, I'm just like thinking, like, dude, how bad, how crazy was this for, um, for God to want to come down and judge? Like, are we? I know when you go into like inner cities, especially like Hollywood and different places, it gets real, um. I think Hollywood would be certain parts of Hollywood be would be the closest mm-hmm. to like, like West Hollywood, it's yeah. like is, is or like San Francisco, in, in in that one area in San Francisco, uh, you know, very like the huge gay community. So either San Francisco, mm-hmm. or a West Hollywood. I think San Francisco probably more, but anyway, um, you know this stuff has been happening a long time. It's not like it just happened. No. I don't I don't think it hasn't just like got crazier. It's been. It's just more mainstream now, mm-hmm. across the board. But anyway, back to your question, is the U.S. becoming – it's been – I mean, if if you want to say with homosexuality, it's been like – West Hollywood's been like that for years. Mm -hmm. Uh, San Francisco's been like that for years, you know. And then as far as, like, mainstream with homosexuality growing, it's like, you know, with young people, it's worldwide, you know. so anyway.
2: Yeah. So the thing, when you look at Simon Gomorrah this is what you have to realize. God is a graceful God. He is merciful. He is loving. Um, but he's also just, and he's also righteous and he will judge. Um, what, it, how do we know how bad it was at that time? Well, we know how bad it was because when God was about to judge, uh, Abraham tried to intercede on their behalf, which just means that he was just praying, Lord, don't judge them, have mercy upon them. Um, but he's, and Abraham even started this conversation. What if there is 50 righteous people there? Won't you spare that? And the Lord says, if there was 50, I would spare it. And then he goes, how about 40? How about 30? How about 20? How about 10? And he went through all of that, but there was not any that were not morally corrupt that stood there. And what God did was that he judged at that particular time. He only allowed Lot, and his his daughters to come out, and even his wife was impacted by the world because as they came out before judgment, she turned back. The Bible says that she turned into a a pillar of salt, and Sodom and Gomorrah was completely destroyed. So when you hear that term like fire and brimstone, that's what came down upon the the Sodom and Gomorrah. It was totally totally destroyed, and so people asked a question. Now earlier. Um, in the book of Genesis where it shows the the days of Noah similar thing but it was even more widespread before the flood came it says that every thought and intention intent of man's heart was completely wicked mm. totally yeah and God adjudged and we know that the the eight that were able to survive at that particular time and so I yes I would say I think many would agree that we are looking at our nation we're looking at the world right now that is definitely, right for judgment Mm -hmm. and that's why we pray and that's why we're here we're we're praying and have god have mercy upon this nation Mm -hmm. god have mercy upon this world we want people to be set free from the bondage of sin and so yeah i would definitely say that we're living in very incredible times i i think that the moral decay is just ramping up, and I truly believe it's going to get worse. And
1: I'm glad you said that because I don't want to just focus on homosexuality. Yes. Um, I want to focus on sin at large. Yep. I mean, we got the whole thing going on with Pornhub right now where um, they, MasterCard and Visa sh- stopped. Um, you can't use MasterCard or Visa on the porn website, Pornhub, which is the largest uh, website because they got busted for, I don't know how many millions of, of, of uh uh, videos of underage women, no, kids. Yep, kids. Underage kids on that website, and it's under amateur porn or and whatever.
2: It makes a, so much money. It's
1: pedophilia, basically. Yeah, pedophilia was on their website. So you got that, and we're when I talk about when we're talking about Sodom and Gomorrah. We're gonna just talk about just the sickness of of sexuality and all this crazy stuff that's going on. Yeah. So you got Sodom and Gomorrah. You got teen challenge. We've talked about this before. They are pushing some crazy agendas. Teen challenge? You mean teen Vogue? Oh, sorry. Vogue. <laughs> teen Teen uh Teen Vogue. Teen Vogue. Yes. Not Teen Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> teen Vogue is pushing some crazy sex.
2: I saw I saw a clip the other day.
1: They were pushing like um, you know, uh sodomy for kids yeah. a long time ago. Yeah, but then I recently that. they came up with some more stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, you got them, then you got the government. You know, I mean, we've, we've, I'm not going to say the names because I ain't trying to die. Mm-hmm. But there's been people in government that have been caught smuggling kids mm-hmm. from countries in young kids for pedophilia and all this stuff. So when you look all the way, across, uh, then you got Jeffrey Epstein, obviously. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these like big name people that government people that are going to this island, these elites and all this stuff. So when you look at across the board, it's not just like, this is why I didn't want to target it on like you know West Hollywood or yeah. or San Francisco. It's like government, mm-hmm. San Francisco, Hollywood. I mean, they, I mean, you go to different places. I mean, yeah. every city has their their area, but it's it's bigger than these little areas. You know, like you know, it's bigger than these areas. We're talking like por- Pornhub. I mean, if yes. you look up the the numbers of Pornhub, you're talking about like like millions of downloads like an hour Mm -hmm. or something or more it's it's crazy but yes with with the lust and the sex and the perversion and all that stuff yes it's it's the world at large is is you know god is we're praying that god will have his grace and even just on america right now with all the the crazy stuff that's going on with the elections and the I mean, there's just a lot of crazy stuff, but God, there's a lot of Christians praying. Yeah, and uh, God is God. He knew this was going to happen, and He's He's the Judge, and He is He raises up kings and brings them down. You know, He's the God in heaven over all things,
2: for sure. Okay,
1: so I'm gonna give the number out: triple eight five six four six one seven three. 888-564-6173. Triple eight five six four six one seven three. So when I woke up from my sugar coma... No, uh, actually, I didn't eat any sweets today. But when I woke up from my In-N-Out burger... Today? Animal I, fries? I, took, I, took, I always take a nap before I come out here, you know? You have a long day. I was moving all day. So I woke up, and I was flipping through my phone, and I came across... My, I was flipping through my social media on Instagram, and I came across James Cadiz. You all know James Cadiz. He's on this particular station, um, teaches... And he's at Calvary Chapel, Signal Hill, and he's listening right now. So what up, James? Um, and he had this video, and he was basically talking about uh, this news article I saw a couple days ago that came out. It was, what's the guy's
2: name? The Asian dude that uh, was running for president? Yeah, let me let me pick it up right now. I got it right here. Anyway,
1: I'll tell you why well, he f- pulls up the name. This guy came out in uh Andrew Yang. Huh?
2: Andrew Yang.
1: Yeah. So anyway, he came out in the news article and he was talking about COVID, and he was he was getting all kinds of backlash because he did some tweets. Um, and actually, do you have the tweets?
2: Yeah. Go ahead and read them. And if you watch James Gadisa thing, he did bring these up, and these are some of the things that he said. Andrew Yang said, "Is there a way for someone to easily show that they have been vaccinated, like a barcode that they can download to their phone? There ought to be," he's saying. Next tweet. Tough to have mass gatherings like concerts or ball games without either mass adoption of the vaccine or a means of signaling, I've been tested at a photo shoot or interview and gotten a bracelet showing I was negative, then we could interact more freely. So he's kind of putting this stuff out there, like Ryan said, he's in politics. If you see him, he probably has a million so followers. He was up in the running early stages of the presidency back in the day, um, but. As you hear the things that he is saying, it's just kind of like rattling off what he would perceive as being solutions to this problem. And for uh, James, brought it up because knowing the Bible, your your antenna just goes up. It's like, wow, like how how, we wonder, like how things could like fall into place uh, biblically. How could people just fall in line and take a mark? And here we see a, a situation. That could be very much right before it, so it causes us to question just this reality, whether this happens in the near future or whatnot. The the groundwork's already there; it's been there, and we just see how easily uh, people that can can be controlled. So let me do this; let me bring
1: it back a step, so just so we can make sure people are grasping what we're saying. James basically went on to talk about the verse in Revelations when it talks about no one will be able to buy or sell. We're talking about the Antichrist now. Yeah. And I I love talking about the Antichrist and the end times and all this stuff. I I love Bible prophecy. I love studying it. And and James was kind of hitting on, basically just kind of hit on it, you know, of how it relates to Bible prophecy. Now, with that said, you know, this guy was saying, first of all, before... (laughs) Before, I mean, years ago, we would say, how in the heck would any, this is what James says, before he was saying, how would, before this all happened, before this whole COVID thing, he goes, he was saying, you know, we used to think, how in the heck would people bow down and just submit to getting a a plant, a chip in their forehead or in their hand, right? Mm -hmm. Well, now... What this guy just said, and I used to think the same way, like how they could even get people to even submit to do something like that. There's no way. Well, now what this guy what's so interesting about what this guy said, he brought up this whole logical, smart, amazing idea saying, and, and like let's think realistically, okay, if COVID, which I have different, I I think it's a whole, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's a whole pandemic and everything, you know, it, it is real. It does exist. People get it. People get sick. I understand all that, but there's, there's more to it. But what I'm saying is what happened is this guy is saying, Hey, how are we going to keep track of everyone to make sure that they got the shot, right? The injection, because, you know, I'm not getting no injection. I could tell you that right now. My kids, my wife, my family, we ain't getting no shot. We're just going to be healthy. We're going to eat healthy foods. We're going to exercise. We're going to eat vitamins and we're going to we're going to be healthy and you know, the survival rate is 90 what is it? 98.9% rate or something like that. So anyway, with all that said, what he was saying is there's gonna be people that aren't gonna to wanna to get the injection, like that Texas doctor. You see that?
2: Yes. I've seen it. Yes. I've seen it.
1: <laughs> okay. With that said, um, he's like, it would just be smart for us to get the, you know, whoever gets the injection, it should have some little barcode in it. Mm-hmm. So it could tag to your computer or to your phone, or they could like, you know, do a reading to know that you actually got the injection, right? Mm-hmm. So that's an easy way. So if you're at a concert. You know, people are saying he will never go back to normal and this is like, you know, what what one side is saying. And to get back to the normal, they could just say, "Hey, let's make things easy. Whoever gets the codes, then you could go to these concerts or to work at the to work at the this job, you got to get a bark, you know, you got to get the injection and the best way to do it is that we have a reading of it. It totally makes sense. Yeah. Now, a lot of people, smart people are like, I'm not putting no chip in me. Like, what the heck's in the chips? What the heck's in the vaccine? What the heck, right? So no one wants to be monitored or anything like that because we're Americans and that's what freedom is. It's about being free from having to do anything. But there's a lot of people that are thinking it's also a great idea Yeah, is to go, yeah, because then we don't have to worry about getting COVID and we know who's safe and it's a way to control. So anyway, with all that said, going back to Bible prophecy... We would have never thought in a million years, how are people going to do this? Well, people are in fear. People are scared, and they think it's a it's a great idea to do that. So now we could totally see this lining up. People are in line to get the injection. I heard rich Californians are trying to pay $25,000 to cut in line. Did you read that article? No, I didn't read that. Yeah, I just read that today.
2: And and just to put things in context, too, the reference that Ryan's talking about right now and what James spoke about is from the book of Revelation, chapter 13. And this is what it says in verse 16. It says, he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their Not foreheads. Today. And so, that no and one may buy or sell two, except the reference one that Ryan the mark, about right now or the name of the James beast spoke about or is is from from the number of his name. revelation Here chapter is wisdom. wisdom. Let him and who has understanding, understanding calculate 16 the number of the it beast. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads.
1: Uh, the Antichrist is going to rise up. So then
2: he Ryan's has the mark right where the name of the James, world spoke he's, about or is the, the number of Revelation he chapter 13. Let him who has the temple and the first day of number of the Bible he causes men to monster a rich or free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their right So then has a
1: statue of himself in there and he's going to say, worship me. The, the Jews are like going to realize that he is not the Messiah. All hell is going to break out. And during But before that happens, the church is going to get raptured. So if you're a Christian and you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, a true relationship, then you will get raptured. You won't see this stuff. But during that time, that's when he's going to implement the mark. And you everyone is going to have to get the mark to live. But once you get that mark, you're going to be damned to hell. And it's better to die than to get that mark because death is, in hell is eternal, and it's forever and ever and ever. So don't get the mark. And what's even better is just fall in love with Jesus. Yes. Have a relationship with God. And when the rapture comes, you'll be caught up in a moment, a twinkle of eye. It's a done deal, and you won't have to worry about getting beheaded, mm-hmm. dying, being like Red Dawn and hiding in the mountains, <laughs> camping, any of that
2: stuff. You know, one last thing on this is that in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, if you don't know it, read it. It speaks about the Antichrist as well. And as Ryan says, the Antichrist is going to be revealed when the church is taken out of the way. That's an important thing to have in concept. What I read in Revelation chapter 13, uh, that is speaking of the tribulation period. We believe that we as a church are going to be out out of the rapture. In the book of Revelation chapter 6 through 18, I'll speak about that tribulation period. Uh, time but in second thessalonians it talks about the coming of the lawless one who is satan and he is going to by all power and signs and lying wonders he is going to deceive many because they did not receive the love of the truth it's a battle that we are seeing it's a battle of truth that we are seeing right now and i truly believe this the reason why people Ryan, are going to fall for this is because people have so less bible knowledge than ever before they, there's so many people that don't even know who Christ is, who Jesus is, and so they're gonna. It's gonna be spun like you were saying, like it's a good thing. Oh man, I'll be able to go back to concerts. I'll be able to go do this and that, and people are gonna fall for it. I, I believe very easily. They're already gonna fall for it. I told you this girl that was helping us. Uh, she was
1: a hostess or a waitress. Um, I go, hey, so what do you think about the whole virus thing and and, and getting a, a vaccine? Seen, yeah. She goes, if my college tells me, I'll get it. I'm like, where are you going? Like some, you know, yeah. Stanford. Yeah. She's like, no, community college. I'm like, oh, my goodness gracious. People are ready for it. Believe me. So anyway, um, and then, you know, I heard that you have to get uh, someone else said in the news. Boswell just hit me up that in the news it says that you're going to have to get vaccinated to work. As well to be in the job or whatever, so
2: there's there's going to be different jobs that are going to enforce those things. There's going to be a lot of you know, all the different laws and requirements and insurance things kind of power in in the beginning of the year. Many agencies and companies are looking into you know,
1: when I got scared is when I saw that Texas doctor when they were going
2: the one that passed out. No, that no, that
1: Texas doctor when they went to inject him, Uh but the 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 needle no, the needle was out, but the the thing that pushes it in the pusher was all the way down. So they never injected him. Yeah, yeah, Did you ever
2: that. see that? Yeah, I saw that one. The one that was fake.
1: Oh, yeah, the fake one. <laughs> I was like, nope, <laughs> not today. Uh, doctors aren't even trying to get it. Okay, so let's uh, blow, uh, let's see. Um, we got Man, we got a bunch of calls, so yeah. let's go ahead and grab this. Let's see. Here we go. Oh, this is what I wanted to say, actually. So there'll be a great deception during those days, in the last days, right? Yeah, correct. Now, if you can't walk with Jesus now, Mm -hmm. when the Holy Spirit is here on earth, drawing all man to himself, do you think that you're going to not be deceived? It says even the elect will be deceived. Mm -hmm. You, good luck. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to give my life to Jesus. I'm going to go do what I want to live my life for myself now, and then later on, I'm going to give my life to Jesus, which is insanity. Like, the thought process is insanity.
2: And just to add on to it, I mean, just think of what it says in Revelation. Not being able to buy eat food, all that stuff. Look what happened when people thought that, well, you know, obviously everything was getting locked down, and then boom, all the stores were like jam-packed. Imagine, people think about themselves. That's the number one thing people think about. Think about themselves, think about their family. I need food, I need this. And if you're saying, I need to have this, otherwise my family's not going to be able to eat, people will bow down to those kind of things very easily, especially if they don't have this perspective.
1: Yep. Let's go ahead and grab... uh Let's go ahead and grab uh, this one with Robert.
2: We're going to take Robert in San Diego. What's up, man? How you doing tonight? I'm okay. How are you?
1: Doing good, dude. What's your question?
2: My question is how to overcome the bondage of pornography.
1: That, that is a great question. That is a very common question and a very real question and a, and a real problem with a lot of, of not only men but women. So first of all, I just want to say you're not alone. Um, it's a serious thing, and um, there is a way to overcome. It's going to be uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit, but I don't want to just say that. I want to give you actually life application, and we want to give you some scriptures to back it up. Um, two questions for you. First of all, are you married? Or are you single? No. Yeah. You're single. single. Okay. Got it. Right. So... I get it you're single and hey let's face it you're a man you see some girls and um, pornography is, uh, is 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 a thing to do basically mm-hmm. so look at man this is the deal anyone that watches porn feels dirty after um, I mean if you this is for Christians obviously. You feel guilty, you feel dirty, you feel ashamed. You feel like you God doesn't love you. It's like all these thoughts and these are all from Satan. You know, these are all the sins, these are all the the thoughts that Satan rushes in right after uh, you get done watching it and you get condemned cuz Satan is the condemner. So, pornography obviously is is sin and it controls and it destroys our life. And if you do Want to quit? The verse that that really did it for me was when Jesus says, "If you want to be my disciple, you got to turn from your selfish ways, pick up your cross, and follow me." And you got to literally kill your body appetites. You need to, um, if you aren't human, if it's not humanly possible for you, not to go do it on your phone or your laptop or wherever you're watching this stuff, then the first life application thing you need to do is you need to get rid of your internet. I know that may sound crazy, but the question is, do you really want to stop watching pornography? You literally gotta cut the power from wherever you're watching it from. And what will happen is it's almost like you know, like sugar addiction. You know, sugar, when you eat sugar, it's addicting. Yes. Like I noticed when I went on that, they started eating ice cream and cakes and all this stuff, your body you like want you, you want more. Yes. And you like I literally I, I've been trying to wean myself off sugar. But what happens is and this is but this is real sugar is truly an addictive thing uh just like pornography but what happens is is when you stop eating the sugar you stop watching the stop porn what happens is you stop craving it those cravings go away and when the devil comes knocking at night because he will that's when he shows up for pornography when you're tired you're at night in your room then you need to just turn the bible app on or you need to put worship on or you got to do something to combat those thoughts. But I guarantee you over time, if you are in the scriptures and you're, you're, you're reading and you're praying and you're asking God, you can overcome. It's been six years for me or, or I don't know, wait, longer. No, years. Like, no, like 12 years, Yeah, 12 years since I got strung out on pornography, but God can do it. Just ask him to forgive you. Ask him to fill you with the spirit. And, um, Unplug that power, man, and, and, and another thing, too, is you get those accountability apps. And uh, that could basically uh, help you out there. So, Robert, thank you for calling in. I hope that uh, helped you. And uh, we're going to be going to break here in a couple minutes. So, listen, you guys, this, my name is Ryan Reese. Um, I'm the co-founder of the Whosoever's Movement. I got Sean McKean in studio, from uh, pastor from Calvary Chapel Diamond Bar. Go to whosoevers.com. Uh, we, uh, we tour. We have movies. We do films with our tours. We bring the gospel to the high schools, to the skate parks, to parks. We're improvising right now, but we're still getting in front of thousands of students. We haven't stopped since the pandemic, and we're going to continue. We're going to be back right after the break.
0: More of The Ryan Reese Show. Coming up, post your questions at Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, and or Facebook. The Ryan Reese Show.
1: All right. So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and take this call. Let's take some more calls. We got questions. We got a lot of questions and a lot of calls. So let's try and like hammer through this. All uh, right. Here we go. Let's let's do Give this. Give out the
2: number again, Chief. Oh
1: yeah. Go ahead. Uh, what is it? Triple 888- eight. Five six four six one yeah, seven, no, seven, three, three, Triple eight. eight five five six, six four six pandemic. one seven three. I'm gonna All go right, slow. So for anyway, like uh me. let's go okay. ahead and take this call. Triple eight Let's take some more calls. Five, have questions. Six we've got a lot of questions and a lot six, of calls. So let's one, try and like seven all uh, right here Hit we go let's, let's do this oh yeah go, go ahead. ahead uh what is it triple eight, 8 from point of five six, six how three, you doing tonight hi guys um
3: i just wanted to start off by saying oh, eight. 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 thank so you guys uh, for doing all that triple eight oh, the radio show questions and we're talking about you know
1: real things
3: and not watering anything down um and my question tonight is how do we live like the full, um, abundant life that Jesus wanted us to live because I feel like, um, personally in my own life, I'm just like, um, living kind of like a mediocre Christianity and I just feel completely drained and, um, like I'm not doing anything, I
1: guess. Well, okay. That's an awesome question, by the way, Grace, right on. Um, are you doing anything? Like, are you, are you plugged in? Not going to church. I know you're going to church, but are you doing anything? Are you plugged into any kind of, like, ministry? And when I say that, like, are you, um, like, volunteering or in active ministry at all?
3: Um, Not in my church, because... And I've wanted to, um, but my mom, um, she... Because I'm only 14, so she obviously, like, drives me to church and stuff. So um, uh, she works on Sundays, um, and she can't really... So like we don't go to the um, the morning services all the time. Yeah. We go to Calvary Chapel Downey. Yeah. Um, so we usually go at the night services, and yeah. I guess I just like never got around. All right, check it, it out because we don't go in the morning. I got
1: an idea. Yeah. Since you're 14, so mm-hmm. the Hoosier Weavers is about to uh, we're about to uh, do several outreaches here in California. I Yeah. If you follow the movement, you see we've been doing skate park tours all over uh, like Montana, Florida, Idaho. Have you seen that? Yeah. so we're gonna hit california here shortly in the next month and uh it's on the weekends so why don't you come out and uh connect with us and get involved and uh come volunteer with us at the skate parks
3: that would be so awesome yeah. <laughs> oh my god like it's... i look up to you guys so so much Dude, so that... that would just
1: Let's do it you got you got get active you got to read the Bible you got to yeah. know what it says and uh, mm-hmm. then you got to go live it out. so why't do you uh, shoot us an email at the whosoevers go to the whosoevers.com um, or you mm-hmm. can go straight to the email address info at the shoot an email mm-hmm. uh, tell your Grace from the radio show and the guy that's actually going to get the email he's actually in the studio on the other side of the window so he hears us now. he'll be looking out for your email his name's Lucas. And we'll give you the information and come out to the skate parks. And we have some, we also have other junior high and high school students and um, even like older people that help out with us. We have all ages We're, we're, you know, we work with everybody, but yeah, that will get you active and going. But, um, I do a Bible study. It's called, it's on, uh, it's on YouTube. It's called, uh, shoot. I can't even think about it. It's about the spirit led life it might even be called spirit led life or something. I, I got to look it up. I'll, I'll, I'll try and look it up and, and find it. But, um, it just talks about the move and the power of the Holy spirit and, and how to, uh, to live that, that life that you were, uh, created for. Oh, it's called the detour route. Look it up. Ryan Reese detour route. And, uh, um, okay. it'll, it'll, uh, it'll talk about uh, that spirit led life that you need to, uh, to live so that's it so let's uh let's connect let's get on some uh, get to some events with us and we'll get you plugged in and get you activated in ministry it be epic
3: okay thank you guys so much all
1: right, all right grace, take, take it care. easy grace you know and that goes for any other people that are listening any people that want to get active in ministry hit us up come out come out and get uh busy you know the, the skate parks are open um, we're able to still do ministry, and we're getting hundreds of people showing up. I mean, dude, we're at Montana; we like five hundred people show up at the skate park. So, I mean, we could be averaging like three hundred people at a park. You know, that could be like a lunch assembly.
2: You know, piggybacking off her question, I know she's a, a young girl, fourteen you years know, old, amazing. The, the skate parks love are open. the question desire Um, to be used by god what i would say is i like how she actually was able to acknowledge like. like i don't want to be mediocre i don't want to just go through the motions because a lot of times it's easy to go through the motions like just go to church just do what you think is right to do um by different standards but i would always encourage you to ask why do you do what you do like why do you pray why do you read why do you go to church all those things are important uh, but don't just let it be a routine thing. Like, and as Ryan shared, the way that you are able to make all of those things be important and be powerful, and being able to be used by God, is a life that is led by the power of the Holy Spirit. Lord, use me. And one of the questions Ryan that came up that I think that we could piggyback this is, how is it? This came from one of the uh, from online and social media. How is it that we can become Christ-like influence? while we ourselves are sinful beings. And I think that this is a hang-up for a lot of people too sometimes. They look at themselves like, dude, I'm a mess. I'm a wreck. Like, how could God use me? And if you look, we have so many examples from the Bible and then even our own lives. Like, Paul was a man that was throwing Christians into prison. He was a bad man as far as towards the Christian faith. And Paul also had this realization of himself. In I believe in 1 Timothy he says i was the chief of all sinners look god had grace on me and i could have been wiped out but now i'm able to share with other people about god's grace and he he can use me paul never like um downplayed the reality of like he had a sinful background he was a sinful man that daily has to reckon that old man to be dead and the same is true for ryan the same is true for me same is true for Rawl and anybody that is doing ministry that old nature is there you got to reckon that old man to be dead And then God, by the power of his Holy Spirit, empowers us to impact people. God doesn't just use perfect people. Nobody's perfect here. And so never get that hang-up that um, God can't use you because you're not this perfect cookie-cutter Christian. You know what I'm saying, Ryan?
1: Yeah, uh, God uses donkeys. (laughs) Um, Let's just just simplify it. (laughs) God uses donkeys. Uh, There's that story in the Bible of him actually using an actual donkey. To do his will. If God could actually use a donkey, he could use me because I am a donkey sometimes. Uh, we all are. And that's the whole thing is we do. We we are sinners, hmm. you know. We're sanctified. We're forgiven. God has transformed us. But at the end of the day, we're, you know, we're sinners. And uh if we're not, if we say we're not, we're liars. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the bottom line. And it's just God's grace. And that's it. We got that's the condemnation that Satan that's loves to trip say. people yep. up, dude. I can't tell you how many people I've talked to that are like, oh, I'm, I'm not good enough. I'm this. I'm like, you're not, you're not good enough. None of us are good enough. God's good. And if God's called you, he's going to get you through it. And guess what? You're going to make mistakes. You're going to trip. You're going to fall. You're going to mess up and sin. I'm not saying you're going to go out and sleep around, sleep on your wife or something. Or, yeah, you know, I mean, that's you know. That's a lot of commitment yeah. <laughs> to do and planning. But I'm saying, like, you know, we we mess up here and there. We're not, we're not, um, we're not saints. I mean, we are saints, but not, no, not perfect. No, no, no we're, perfect. We're not perfect. Uh I want to get back to that girl, Grace. Um, I I gave you the wrong one. It's uh, if you look up on YouTube, it's called Ryan Reese The Good Life. That's about the, the spirit life. led life. It's uh John 10. Uh, verses one to twenty-one, and then also the other one that will get you fired up is uh, Ryan Reese, "Be Great." It's uh, Matthew three, uh, verse one to twelve. So those are those are two um, studies I did that will get you fired up to do evangelism and live that spirit-led life. Okay. There was a question. I'm gonna just I'm gonna just throw this plug out because um, I did a post recently with my dad. I got uh, that
2: circled actually.
1: Reviewing my book.
2: I um, saw that. Uh, ha- did he read it actually?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so listeners, I have a book coming out in 2020. I wrote a book uh, during the pandemic, and it's called "Kill the Noise: Finding Meaning Above the Madness." And then it just goes on to say my name, co-founder of the Whosoever's Movement. And anyway, long story short, it's a it's a journey. It's not um, it's not like it's not just like my testimony. Um, it's actually the whole book. I've had some a lot of my friends read the book, and it's actually a lot of stuff they don't even know. There's so much stuff that's in there that I have not ever said from stage or anything like that. I wanted the book to be completely different. It's not my story. Um, the first two chapters is like a, a segment of my life, but it's a, a lot of stuff that you've never even talked about of my life in, in my testimony when I spoke or did my second or anything. Yeah. So it's all fresh. It's all new. Yeah. That I have not ever said got from stage or anything like it goes that. The I wanted the book to be completely different. It's not my story. What is um, sin? Um, The first two chapters you is know, like who's a, the Holy a segment spirit? of my life. Um, it's a, a lot of stuff uh, that you've never who even is Jesus? about my life in, um, in my testimony. When I, will just need I'll just re, uh, read the chapters. Go for it. So the, this is the chapters. First chapter, let the good times roll. Chapter two, losing control. Chapter three, crossroads. Chapter four, punk rock Jesus. Chapter five, identity crisis. Chapter six, shiny objects. Chapter seven, destroy all gods. Chapter eight, God signs in the storms. Chapter 9, living the impossible. Chapter 10, no posers. Hmm. So basically, in a nutshell, uh, let the good times roll. is me going out, growing up, and just sinning, and letting the good times roll. Losing control is when I freaking lose control. The drugs take control, and I give my life to Jesus. Crossroads is when I'm at that place, and I have to decide, am I going to follow cross? Christ, I'm going to quit my porn addiction am I going to stop drugs and alcohol, stop sleeping with chicks and am I, am I going to deny myself punk rock Jesus is how Jesus came in and saved a dirty sinner like me And who Jesus was in the Bible, and he was against the religious system, he was against people ripping God's people off, he was a man, he was the Savior, he came to help the poor, he came to preach the gospel, he came to help people, heal people, cast out demons, and to show people what a relationship looked like with the God of the universe. Shiny objects is what Satan likes to throw in front of us after we give our life to Christ. And he likes to throw those shiny objects in front of us to bring us back to pornography, to bring us back to drugs, to lie, to cheat, to cheat on our wife. Shiny objects. Then destroy all gods is us fighting the shiny objects and destroying all the stuff that will destroy us in our life. Then you have God's signs in the storms. That's I'm going to just uh, keep that as is. I'll let you figure that out. It's all God doing miracles uh, when you pray and him coming through at the... At the 11th hour sometimes. And then uh, living the impossible is just basically living that spirit-led life. And then no posers is basically being like Mary and Martha. You know, they were one was a worker bee, and then one was a worshiper. But the whole thing is you want to be both. You want to work for Jesus. You want to be live the Great Commission, but you want to be a worshiper at the same time. And no posers is basically you don't want to be Judas. He was the biggest poser in the Bible.
2: Yeah, I think it's going to be dope. I think it's going to be amazing. You book. read it? Yeah, yeah. I and that's what I was going to say. I have had the, unlike your dad. No. Uh, <laughs> hey, I just gave him the book. Okay, so he has to read it. <laughs> um, no, I have actually read. I've actually read it a couple times just in in preparation for everything. And like Ryan says, you know, some of you guys maybe have heard his story, but what he does on there, and I know a lot of his story as well. But there's perspective that he adds on to it that it could really only be from his own perspective of kind of kind of uh, giving a little bit more detail and like Ryan was saying it kind of highlights and kind of goes through his life and his transformation those first couple chapters but also it takes you on a, a journey that kind of breaks down this this Christian life this journey the all the things that you battle with like the pulls of this world but also being used by God it talks about the por- uh, overcoming pornography all of these things that probably you or somebody in your life is going through in the journey. And then it really has everything for everyone. It has those that are maybe you don't even know God. If somebody that's not even down with a relationship with God, I think it could impact them. For somebody that is uh, just starting to walk with God, or will encourage them. Also, somebody that's kind of been in the mix. Maybe they are kind of um, going through the motions of the Christian faith maybe it will encourage you to activate your faith and also maybe for those seasoned people as well as you it might inspire you And so what it has in it as well is it has important teachings along the way of like sin, salvation, the work of the Holy Spirit and it has a very important biblical, impact that i think is going to be legit so you're going to be hearing a lot about it in the next months as ryan said, it's going to be released next year in 2021 you're going to want to grab it for sure and you're going to be hearing a lot of things about it but like ryan was saying it came out pretty legit
1: yeah um the book the way i wanted to write it is so it was a, it's like it's a discipleship book it's basically right. to answer all those questions of you know people that are seasoned in the faith you know, new believers, not a believer. Um, it, it, addre- it addresses everything. It's, it's, people aren't going to expect what's in it. And, and it's cool because when you're sitting um, down, I mean, there's a lot of like, where I'm, I'm teaching the Bible in it too. It's mm-hmm. like, there's like, we're there's teaching, there's funny stories, there's different perspectives, and a lot, a lot of life application stuff. Um, to to get people in their faith going, you know, to act basically activated, but uh, the whole thing with uh, that book is that I had time to sit down and actually really put my thoughts together. Because when you're out and you're you're teaching the Bible and you're speaking, um, you know, I don't I don't write my studies down. Like I, when I when I put Bibles discuss, I put my little notes in my in my Bible, mm-hmm. and I teach the I'm teaching the scripture and stuff. Of what's going on when I do the Bible studies, I teach the Bible, but this actually getting to sit down and really focus on certain areas and really expand on certain perspectives and things. That's what was. That's what's cool about the book. It's 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 different, you know. So anyway, it's coming out. It's on. um, It'll be at. uh, It comes out in May. uh, May two thousand. May eleventh, I think two thousand twenty one. But right now, if you look at um, Amazon, it's up there. Kill the noise, Ryan Reese. Just look at my name. It's on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Uh, I don't know. It's like on five other the the other um, platforms, book platforms. Okay. Um, it's with uh, Hachette Publishing, and, and so it's out
2: there being advertised right it,
1: now. It's there now. You could pre-order it. Oh, it's nice. it's up there. It's already up there. It exists, and um, I didn't even know it was up there. I was actually looking for the Whosoevers photo the other day. For for some project I was working on, I was googling, and the book came up. Oh, legit! Yeah, it, it surprised me.
2: So anyway, it's up there, and um, it's gonna be. So something good happened in twenty twenty. You're able to get that book dialed in. Like yeah,
1: yeah, I got the book done and released. So some a lot of good stuff happened in twenty twenty. We got some we got a new movie being edited right now for our Montana tour, and we have an Idaho film that's gonna be coming out. So. We've been working. It's been happening. When are those coming out, right? I know what you're saying, though. Uh, We are waiting soon. Hopefully soon. Hopefully in the next month. All right, let's grab some more calls. Here we go. Let's see. Um, You do a lot of counseling, Sean, with marriage. So I'm going to go ahead and grab this with Johnny in California. How you doing tonight, buddy?
0: Hey, how's it going? Can you hear me?
1: Yes, we can hear you. Great.
0: Thank you so much for taking the call. Yeah. So, um, um, me and my wife, uh, we've been separated for about nine months Mm. and, um, we have three little ones. Yeah. So right now, uh, you know, like everything's been okay. We just been, um, you know, uh, taking care of the kids and, you know, switching back and forth one week here, one week there. Yeah. And so now, um, I understand that you know my kids; they need a stable place because I could kind of see how it's affecting them at this time. So, just uh, last week, I um, delivered my kids over to her, and then uh, some lady steps out of the car and she hands me these papers. So, I kind of already figured what it what it was, Mm -hmm. and so at this time, it's pretty much um, child custody. It's a summons letter for child custody, so I have uh two set dates that I need to attend. And then so right now I'm I'm pretty much at a loss. Yeah. I, I don't I don't know what to do. You know, I mean I I have spoken to my parents and um you know, all the relatives and pretty much told me you'll seek uh guidance from a a lawyer. Mm-hmm. So the reason why I'm calling is, you know, if, just to see if you guys have any, uh, you know, a reference that I can go to. Because I, I, I kind of, I, I want, um, you know, I
2: say this, because for us, you know, our main thing is just kind of breaking down stuff from a biblical perspective. And I think that's the most important thing that we can give you, Johnny. Uh, not so much the attorney aspect, but like, do you want this marriage to be fixed? That's the question.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, I definitely do, but um, <laughs> at
2: this time, it's. It, uh, I would it, say that let, me that let me, doesn't let me, want it. Okay, let, let me mm-hmm. let me say this, Johnny. What, what I I've done a lot of counseling on marriage over the years, and it all comes down to this. What you you guys have been separated for nine months? That's a very long time. And in any relationship and marriage, there has to be a vision. There has to be a goal. You just don't separate for long periods of time and try to and get used to that lifestyle and just like let's see if we still like each other. Let's see if we're go- this is going to work out with no vision. Um, are you a believer, Johnny? Yeah. Okay. Yeah so if you want to do things biblically number one in separation it should be the bible speaks of only separation for giving over to prayer like like, let god work in our marriage like does god do a miracle obviously things have gotten off the rails but we're going to seek the lord and ask him for guidance not for the people and our friends and family around us. we're going to seek the lord and then by doing that you're going to give god an opportunity to move now A lot of times like you were saying maybe she's not feeling it maybe she just don't want to fix it and you also have to realize like do you want it do you want this to be fixed and if 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 that's your heart if you care for her if you love her you got to stand in the gap you got to pray you have to seek the lord before you get into all the different whether it comes to a divorce thing next and all those kind of things you really want to seek god's guidance and so what I would say, more importantly, Johnny, what we could give you, we'll put you on hold. If you want to talk to a pastor, myself or somebody, I could get you dialed in and kind of break this down with a little bit more detail and give you encouragement on that level. So you, Because before you make decisions on attorneys and before you make decisions that are going to really impact and affect you, you want to make sure that you're getting the counsel that comes from God's word and God's truth on these decisions, Johnny. Because these are major things. Obviously, we're in a very tough time right now. You have three children. I pray that God will restore your marriage. A lot of battles there, but uh, we're going to put you on hold, and we're going to get your contact information, and we're going to get back to you, Johnny, okay? Okay. All right. Thank just, you. Thank you, Johnny. There we go. Yeah, marriages are always being destroyed. Go ahead. I think I misunderstood. Mm-hmm. I thought
1: they, they were separated mm-hmm. for a time and that they were doing something with the court just to, Work on the custody while they're separated. They're, I didn't. Was it a divorce?
2: No. So, no, they were separated. Because I'm anyone. not
1: trying to give attorneys out for people to get divorced. No, exactly, clear. exactly. I thought it was like they no, were no, just he, separated and they were trying the to. The attorney
2: was for child custody thing. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. That, that's something else. Uh, for okay. us, we just want to speak on the biblical aspect, yeah. encouragement for. Exactly. Because you need God's wisdom before you start getting influenced by friends, family, yeah. attorneys, all that kind of stuff. What does God want you to do? Yeah. And if you're not seeking God's direction, well, well,
1: also too, it's if you do get an attorney, you want a Christian attorney because they're gonna, before they're gonna try to get everything focused and pray and make sure exactly you stay f- with the your spouse and the whole thing. So exactly that's the whole goal is that people stay together. Yes, and and work this out. So yes, I thought I heard something different. Um, okay, so we have I think we have a few minutes left. I believe. Uh, two minutes or something like that one of the calls just dropped 90 seconds left okay cool so with that said um here let's see what's the fuss about december
2: 21st why are people saying the rapture no one knows the time or the hour of the rapture so my dad's birthday that's all i'm thinking about when people (laughs) people give out dates and like that yeah just just stay chill out man oh here's another one is the end near yeah i think we talked about that no one knows
1: the time or the hour
2: yeah Obviously, there are signs that are showing that we are living in very incredible times. Nobody can deny that. This is 2020. I can't believe Christmas is right around the corner. We do pray that God will just bless you guys during this time of Christmas and be praying for the new year, that God will do great things. Oh, there's some good questions that I just came across, but we're going to have to wait till next weekend for this one. All right.
1: Well, we have a minute left. So... We love you guys. Thank you for uh, tuning in to the radio show. We're here every Saturday night, um, taking live calls and um, different guests, live interviews. If you want to hear past shows, you can find us on YouTube, um, iHeartRadio, uh, the Whosoever's websites, our ad, the Whosoever's app, um, Vimeo, I mean, pretty much any platform, any, any streaming platform. Um what's that one what's that other iCloud or not iCloud uh SoundCloud, SoundCloud. All, and Spotify and all those they're all run all of them go to the follow us on Instagram and uh, we'll talk to you guys next Saturday night
2: merry christmas guys peace
0: This has been The Ryan Reese Show. To connect and find out more about Ryan, click on ryan-reese.com. Check us
1: out next Saturday for The Ryan Reese Show.